So my friends, um, today we are just continuing from where we left off last week uh, that we're kind of at the midpoint of the Gospel of Matthew, um, at least narrative-wise, if not length-wise. Uh, yeah, we're a little past the midpoint length-wise. But uh, that what happens is our Lord, uh, as he was continuing his teaching about midway through his public ministry, took Peter, uh, took the apostles aside, who do men say that I am? And then Peter declares, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Um, but then we hear Jesus began to show them uh, what that means, right? He didn't start with this. You know, this isn't part of the Sermon on the Mount in our Lord's early preaching, but it's about midway through his ministry that he begins to show them the depth of what it means for him to be the Messiah. And so that's where he begins to teach them that he's going to go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Um, And then he goes on to teach that we have to do the same, that we um, need to each, whoever wishes to come after me. It's not a conditional, it's not some of you are going to have to do this. Rather, whoever wishes to come after me must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. And that that is... um, where we go. So in our own life of discipleship, there may have, we may have been, and many of us uh, still may be, at the early stages where we're just coming to know our Lord, and there's more of a focus on, on the parables and the healings, but we each in our own time need to take that next step, where we're willing now to make sacrifices out of love for our Lord, where we're willing to allow our Lord uh, to demand more of us, where we're willing to embrace the cross, and that this next step is necessary, that we have to do it. Whoever wants to come after me must do this. Deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Um, And so we need to allow our faith to shape our life, and we have to be willing um, to even suffer uh, in order to live out the Catholic faith. If it's all just super easy, and I just do it because it's convenient, then that is a sign of not having taken that next step, of being willing to go outside of my comfort zone, of being willing to give up even legitimate goods in order to be more closely united with our Lord. And these three points that he gives us, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. And so when we deny ourselves, um, that there's... There's good things in the world and in our lives that we're willing to give up, uh, that we're willing to deny ourselves. Some of you may be early risers. Others of you may have denied yourselves some additional sleep on this beautiful morning, now that we're out of the dog days of summer, um, and denied yourself some additional sleep to come to Mass. We have to do that. Deny ourselves that we have to be willing to make sacrifices and as we get deeper in our practice of the Catholic faith, if everything doesn't fit, something else goes. Not our worship of God. Not our daily times of prayer. That this continual denying of ourselves is that I'm willing to give up um, even legitimate goods, anything that's going to stop me from growing in holiness. We deny ourselves. um, And we do this... As a church, as a whole church, we focus on this during Lent, but this should mark the entire life of a Christian, that we deny ourselves daily. 
putting aside any of those things which may keep us um, from fully giving ourselves to the Lord. Then we take up our cross, and we should do it um, in joy. The, the little cardboard thing, you can't see right now, but the cardboard thing that covers the chalice um, is called a pall, and it's very practical. It's meant to keep any flies that may be around or whatever, anything else out of the chalice. Um, but the, cha- the pall here at our parish uh, says a saying um, from St. Jose Maria Escriva, In Letizia nulla dies sine cruce. Not a single day without rejoicing in the cross. Actually, for me, it's a very good reminder to see that every day at the celebration of Mass. To not let a single day go by without taking up our cross. To take up our cross is to joyfully embrace the burdens of the day that come to us, that we don't choose, right? I may deny myself in deciding I'm not going to eat chocolate today. Okay, fine. But... When someone's really getting on my nerves later this afternoon, I'm not going to tell you, I'm, I don't have plans yet where I'm going, but if I were to go somewhere and someone to really get on my nerves, to be patient and charitable and loving toward that person, that's to take up my cross. I didn't pick that. It's been given to me, and I can do it in Laetitia, St. Jose Maria says, in re- with rejoicing, that we rejoice in that. Thank you, thank you for sanctifying me today and being this cross to me, right? And we can do it without being um, talking down to people or in any way, absolutely not. But just we take up our cross, our daily crosses, and that we um, were willing to bear those out of love for our Lord. We need the cross if we're going to grow um, in love of Almighty God. And the cross, you ha- we have to do it. And then finally, to follow our Lord. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and then follow our Lord. So we imitate him more and more and more. Um, that the more we read about the life of our Lord Jesus, the more that we become alter Christus, other Christ in the midst of the world. So that, and I know I've said this other times before, but that when people meet us, they would have the experience as if they had met our Lord himself. That in our um, love, in our mercy, our compassion, our legitimate care for them, in our um, being strong in the truth, um, knowing who we are, knowing our love for God, being confident in that. Our Lord was incredibly confident. Uh, He knew that he was the son of the Father. He knew what he was teaching. In all of that, we more and more imitate our Lord so that as we follow him, we become more like him. Uh, And that then as we interact with the rest of the world, people having seen and known us will have had that experience of seeing and knowing um, Jesus himself present in us. And so this is, this is the program. This is, the, this is what we have to do. If we really want to go follow our Lord, if we really want to take that next step, which we have to do at some point in our life, um, then we need to, this is exactly how it goes. Deny yourself, take up your cross daily um, with joy, and follow our Lord. Here's a final point, kind of sandwiched right in between those two, is poor Peter. Uh, Peter, who was just like, just got commissioned as Peter, as the rock on which I'll build my church. Like, it's the same moment that then Jesus begins to teach them, and he's like, oh, I'm Pope now. Let me, um, I, Lord, come over here. We need to have a secret meeting, right? We're gonna, we're gonna talk about this, Lord. Um, and then he begins to rebuke him, um, right? 
the, the personal failing here of Peter, thinking that in his new authority he has the right to rebuke Jesus, is ridiculous. But when the church, of, what does Peter want? Peter wants the easy way. Let's just take the, look, don't talk about suffering. No, no, no. Don't, we're not going to talk about that. We're glorious. We're going to win. It's going to be victorious. What do you mean suffering? No, don't talk about that, Lord. Heaven forbid, Lord. Don't let it happen. And what happens? Uh, what does Jesus say? It's, it's harsh. He just said, you are Peter. You're the rock on which I'll build my church. And not more than probably five minutes later, um, get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. But there's the reality that Peter, in trying to turn our Lord away from the cross, was doing the exact same thing the devil did at the beginning of the public ministry and trying to give Jesus an easy way out of just take care of yourself and just, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world, just worship me. Peter's doing the exact same thing. And so our Lord uses the same exact words, go away, Satan. Get away from me. You're a stumbling block. And when there are those in our life, and unfortunately, when there are those in the church who want to turn us away from the path of real discipleship by giving us a watered-down version of our faith, by telling us, no, 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 our, we don't demand anything. This is not a demanding faith. This is the worship of God. It's it, just do whatever you want. It'll be fine, right? We should also say interiorly, maybe not exteriorly, get behind me, Satan. And when there are those in our lives who'd want to turn us away. Look, what do you mean you're going to church? No, no, let's go golfing. It's a beautiful morning, right? You don't need to go to church. What are you talking about? Get behind me, Satan. Again, maybe not saying it out loud, but at least be a little bit more charitable. Maybe try to bring the person to church and then go golfing together. Who knows? But the point is that we should, um, we should not allow people, even in the hierarchy of the church, to turn us away from authentic discipleship that we shouldn't allow anyone to try to take away the cross from our religion, to try to take away um, the path that our Lord has set out. Get behind me, Satan. You're an obstacle to me. You're thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. And so we need to be strong and recognize that there will always be hosatanas, um, is what it is in the Greek, the adversary in our lives, as we try to live this life of discipleship, there will always be those people, probably every day, who are going to try to turn us away from the path, who are going to try to just make it, let's get, what are you doing all this um, church stuff for? Why make your life difficult, right? What are you doing? Um, and we need to stay strong. We need to recognize this is the path the Lord has set out. And even, I mean, if you want to say apart from his mother, Peter was probably our Lord's best friend. Right? And, um, or maybe St. John. Um, but what, like, there's best friends trying to turn him away um, from the path. And so we shouldn't expect anything different. My friends, this is the step we have to take if we're going to authentically live as the saints that God calls us to be. It's not enough to just stay at the doorway, entry level, just with the this good consolations that God gives us to get us in the door. But we have to allow our Lord today to preach this message to us, to teach us about the Savior that he really is and what the path of true discipleship is. We need to allow him to strengthen us, to deny ourselves, take up our daily cross, and follow him.
And if we are really going to do this seriously, there's no better person to look to to help us along the way than Our Lady, the Blessed Virgin Mary. We ask our mother to pray for us, to teach us the way of self-denial as she perfectly lived this life of discipleship. And she was there, Sabat Mater, standing by the cross, was the mother of Jesus. And so we ask Our Lady um, to teach us the path of true discipleship, to lead us along the way so that we may be the saints that Almighty God has called us to be.